Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Welcome to another time of fellowship with the Lord. This is inspired by the word Global Times of Fellowship. Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity to take us in today's intercessory prayers. Thank you, esteemed family, for being part of this prayer. Thank you, esteemed Sister Tina, for the opportunity to take your, your lead in the intercessory prayers. This morning, we're going to be praying for the military intelligence of nations. We're going to be praying against spies, people who profit from trading and battering on the intelligent, military intelligence of nations. We're going to be praying against men and women who are strategically positioned in military power around the nations of the world who were abusing these powers and using it to trade, using it to make personal profits and interests. We're also going to be declaring peace across the military bodies of the nations of the world. We're going to be declaring peace across Iran, Russia, Ukraine, just as Pastor directed in the last um, global times of um, fellowship and, and global praise um, sessions, we're also going to be declaring that there is peace across the nations of the world, across and um, across um, governments, government offices, across military offices, and we're going to be pouring out the spirit of peace across all the nations and all the peoples of the world. Extinct family, please join us as you meet yourselves now and begin to intercede fervently for the military bodies of the nations of the world and declare peace upon the nations and governments of the nations of the world. Let us pray. Ba <laughs> 
Father, we thank you, O God, for your peace upon the nations of the world. Thank you, O King of glory. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the peace that makes rich. Thank you for the peace that brings prosperity. Thank you, O God, that peace for the peace that brings multiplication, greatness, and increase. Father, we thank you for the nations of the world are in peace till the rapture. Thank you, O God, for the nations of the world are prospering. Thank you, O God, that wicked men and women, O God, who batter, who batter, who trade, O God, on the intelligence, on the military intelligence, on the political intelligence, on the financial intelligence of nations of the world to make their own selfish gain and satisfy their own selfish interest. Father, O God, today we decree and we declare 
declare that their influence is cut down in the name of Jesus. Father, will God, they are lightly esteemed in the name of Jesus. Father, we decree and we declare that their resources are greatly diminished by the power of the Holy Ghost. Father, oh God, these men and women, they are exposed now in the name of Jesus. Father, oh God, we decree and we declare that their hearts come to repentance in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, oh God, that the spirit of patriotism is poured out to them, that they begin to love their countries again. Father, that they begin to serve fervently in their countries again. Father, oh God, we decree and we declare that all that they looted and stole, oh God, Father, that they return in the name of Jesus. We decree and we declare, oh God, such men no longer have power in their countries in the name of Jesus, but that their powers are stripped from them. Father, today, oh God, we decree and we declare that their hearts are turned to salvation in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Esteemed family, thank you for being a part of this prayer. Thank you for praying in this accessories and sessions, interceding for the military and parts, military, <coughs> military governments and military parts of governments of the world. Thank you for declaring peace upon the nations of the world. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka. Thank you, esteemed Sister Tina, for the opportunity. Thank you, all the co-hosts. Thank you, esteemed family, for being a part of this session. Praise God. God bless you so much. Okay. Praise okay. the Lord. Thank you so much, oh. esteemed. Okay, so thank you so much, esteemed Sister Kevin Larris, for leading us in the intercessory prayers. Okay, over to you, esteemed Sister Grace, to lead us in the worship segments before our rhapsody review. Thank you so much, family. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Good morning, Sister Tina. You are to take for the nations before the praise worship. Oh, okay. I thought she did. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Esteemed family, we'll move on to our next intercessory prayers where we'll be praying for the nations of the world. So today we are praying for the nation of Hong Kong. Okay. The picture of the nation will come up shortly. Okay, so we'll be praying for the nation of Hong Kong using the president, President John Lee, as a point of contact. We'll pray for all that there's why an authority in the nation of Hong Kong. We'll pray for the Christians there and the leaders they lead. We'll pray and come against any deep state plans against the economy of Hong Kong. We'll decree and declare peace in this month of peace. Peace in all facets of life in Hong Kong. Peace in every corner of that country. We'll pray. And also declare salvation. Even those who are not yet saved in the nation of Hong Kong, they receive salvation. Their hearts are open to the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Esteemed family, can you unmute your mic wherever you are and intercede fervently for the nation of Hong Kong? 
Thank 
Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity to intercede for the nation of the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all men, for all men in Hong Kong, especially using the President, Honorable John Lee, as a point of contact. Thank you for all those who are in authority in the nation of Hong Kong. We pray, O Lord, and ask Father that you pour out your spirit of salvation upon Hong Kong, bringing many to salvation and to the knowledge of your truth. Father, let your kingdom come upon Hong Kong. The name of Jesus is named and glorified in Hong Kong. The people lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness in that nation. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we rebuke and we restrain every force of evil in Hong Kong. We rebuke you, evil spirits of anarchy, violence, deception and war. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we cut out Satan and his demons of darkness from Hong Kong. And we bring in the ministry of angels. The kingdom of God is come over Hong Kong and the will of God triumph over evil in that country. Hong Kong belongs to God. Hong Kong belongs to God. We come against any evil spirits that want to blind the people from receiving the gospel in that country. Lord, you love Hong Kong and you plant good for them. You filled Hong Kong with your goodness, but even men have hijacked economies of nation and put them in poverty. Now we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus against such men and women responsible for creating poverty in Men and women who have hijacked the financial systems of Hong Kong and created poverty with their greed and selfishness. We free the financial systems of Hong Kong from these dubious men and women. We free Hong Kong from terrible economic policies orchestrated by these people that have bound them and kept them in poverty. We declare that these evil people, they proceed no further. We frustrate their plans and we demand their resources. We cut off their influences and power to control Hong Kong for their selfish ends. We free Hong Kong from fear. We proclaim deliverance for her leaders and her people. In a form of violence. In a form of violence, oh Lord. We silence, oh God, China. They wants to hijack Hong Kong for their selfish ends. We come against it in the mighty name of Jesus. The people of Hong Kong are free to live their lives. We repel, we cancel and abrogate any unjust and evil law passed in parliament or by decree in Hong Kong. 
come. Only laws that benefit the people inconsistent with the righteousness of God. Only such laws stand in Hong Kong. Only laws, oh Lord, that benefit the propagation of the gospel all over Hong Kong. Only such laws stand. We pray for everyone who is sick in Hong Kong. They will receive grace and mercy for them. And we declare that the love of God prevails in their behalf and the healing power of God overwhelms them. Wherever the sick are in Hong Kong now, they receive healing. They receive healing. They receive healing in Jesus' name. We pray for the church of Jesus Christ in Hong Kong. We pray for the ministers of the gospel and the Christians they lead. Oh, heavenly Father, those who are meeting underground in Hong Kong, we pray for them, the Christians who have to meet underground. We pray for them, oh Lord, that's now they are strengthened. They are strengthened, oh Lord. They are strengthening these times, O Lord. We pray, O Lord, against anyone persecution persecuting Christians in Hong Kong. That we cut off their influence in the mighty name of Jesus. Hong Kong belongs to God. Hong Kong belongs to God. We need to work that country with the gospel of our Jesus Christ. We need to work that country, O Lord. With the rhapsody of realities in their various languages. We network Hong Kong with the healing school magazine, with the upcoming healing streams. There'll be several centers, oh Lord. In Hong Kong, publicity is mega and massive for the program in Hong Kong. The people participate and do not only receive healing, but Salvation, salvation is poured down on the country of Hong Kong. In the influence of China, in the influence of evil men and women over Hong Kong, we come against it in Jesus' name. China does not have authority over Hong Kong. Hong Kong belongs to God, and the will of God prevails in that country. Hong Kong belongs to God. In the evil spirits, in the evil spirit that wants to come, that wants to make the people oh God that wants to take over the freedom of the people in Hong Kong. We come against it in Jesus name. The people of Hong Kong are free. They are free to serve God. They are free to serve God. The Christians, they are bold to preach the gospel. They are bold to preach the gospel. Peace, peace, peace upon all men in Hong Kong. Peace upon all men in Hong Kong. We declare peace over the whole country of Hong Kong. Hong Kong belongs to Jesus. Peace over Hong Kong. Peace over Hong Kong. We pray for the young people in Hong Kong. The young people who are being used as acts of violence. We come against these plans in the name of Jesus. Their eyes are open and they stop this violence in Hong Kong. Peace in Hong Kong. Peace in every area of life in Hong Kong. Peace. 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 Peace with prosperity. Peace with prosperity. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit, for this opportunity to intercede for Hong Kong. We know we have made significant changes in this country. And from today, we'll see the testimonies of our intercession. Thank you. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen.
Once again, I'd like to use this opportunity to thank Esteem and Magma for this privilege to lead in this session of intercessory praise. Thank you so much, Ma. God bless you, and I love you so dearly. I also want to thank Esteem Pastor Deborah for this opportunity. Next, I want to thank Esteem Sister Kelvin Neris for leading us to pray for the military and the security agencies. Thank you so much, Ma. Esteemed family, thank each and every one of you for making yourselves available for, to intercede for the security agencies and also for the nation of Hong Kong. Thank each and every one of you. God bless you all and I love you all so dearly. So we'll move on to our worship segment before our rhapsody review. Thank you so much, esteemed family. Over to you, esteemed sister Grace, to lead us in our worship and praise segments. Thank you, family. <sighs> Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Tina, for that powerful session of prayer for the nation, Hong Kong. Indeed, Hong Kong will never remain the same. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Sister Kevin Harris, for the prayer for the military agencies all over the world. And thank you so much, esteemed Amara, for the opportunity to lead God's people in worship today. Hallelujah. Oh, just go ahead and bless the name of the Lord wherever you are. With your hands lifted up and your mouth filled with praise. Raise an offering of worship with your words. Father, we give you praise. We exalt you for you are God all by yourself. You have no rival. You have no equal. You are God omnipotent. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, you are the greatest. King of all. Faithful and righteous. You are glorious. In all your ways, oh, the rose of Sharon, the lamb upon the throne, the beginning and the end, you are glorious in all your Lord, you are the greatest King of all, faithful and righteous. You are glorious in all your ways. Mm, the rose of Sharon. The lamb upon the throne, the beginning and the end. You are glorious in all your ways. Oh, Lord Jesus, my dwelling place. In you I find peace, my strength and shield. 
You are my wisdom and the God of my righteousness. Solid rock, always I Lord Jesus, my dwelling place. In you I find peace, my strength and shield. You are my wisdom and the God of my righteousness. You're the solid rock. On which I stand, Lord Jesus, you're my dwelling place. In you I find peace, my strength and shield. You are my wisdom and the God of my righteousness. The solid rock on which I stand. Oh, Lord, you are the greatest. King of kings, faithful and righteous, you are glorious in all your ways. You're the rose of Sharon, yes, you are, lamb upon the throne. The beginning and the end. You are glorious in all your way. Oh, Lord Jesus, you're my dwelling place. You are fine peace, my strength and shield. You are my wisdom and the God of my righteousness. You're the solid rock on which I stand. Oh, Lord Jesus, you're my dwelling place. In you I live and move and I have my being. You are my wisdom. You're the God of my righteousness. The solid rock on which I stand. Oh my God, you're the solid rock on which I stand. Stand the solid rock on which I stand. All of the ground is sinking sand. You're the solid rock on which I stand. Oh Lord Jesus, you're the solid rock 
on which I stand. You are my rock, you are my peace, the solid rock on which I stand. Oh God, you are the solid rock on which I stand. I hold steadfast to this rock, you are the solid rock on which I stand. You are my hope, you are my life, the solid rock on which I stand. The living bread, the living love, oh solid rock on which I stand. Oh, you're the solid rock on which I stand. There is hope in no other but you, oh God, solid rock on which I stand. You're my life, you're my joy, solid rock on which I stand. Oh, Lord Jesus, you're my dwelling place, Karabashananaya, in you I find peace, my strength and shield. You are my wisdom, you're the God of my righteousness. The solid rock on which I stand. A solid rock on which we all stand. That's who you are, Lord. No wonder the storms hit, the waves roll. strong winds they come through the different seasons of life but we have remained standing standing strong because you are the solid rock on which we stand Father thank you for the fellowship of your spirit in this house for guiding us in this triumphal parade of victories, for your peace in our spirits. Thank you. We give you praise in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on where you are connected from. Welcome to another time of the Inspired by the Word devotion. Our Lord is gracious and he's kind. And we have testimonies across all the different ramifications of our lives. The Word of God is indeed working with us, working in us, working by us and producing results of all that he talks about. It's our month of peace. And... We're looking forward to walking in the fullness of all the Lord has declared concerning this month for us. Praise God. Just before we go into the Rhapsody of Realities article for today, Sister Omobo Lanlevia online, can you raise your hand? 
So I think it was just you that I didn't take yesterday. Praise God. Sister Amabonande will be sharing with us about her experience with the um, eight days of supernatural blessings. All right. Um, over to you, Sister Bolande. Good morning. Good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connected from. Thank you, Sister Maka. Thank you so much, Ma, for everything that you do for us on this platform. And thank you so much, Ma, for this platform. I'm eternally grateful, Ma. Thank you, because this is the blessing. This platform is actually a blessing by association. I want to thank you, Ma. For me, the eight days of supernatural blessing, um, uh, there's a lot of things I learned and I just want to share a few thoughts with us from what I learned. You know, before now, we used to declare I'm an heir of God, I'm a joint heir with Christ. But when a simple was actually um, talking about um, the blessing that make it rich and gave us seven points on that, on that, on that, that blessing that make it rich. And the second point, when he said, blessing by year returns, I actually, the, the, it's dawned on me in a, in a, in a new way. Like, like I am blessed by year returns. It's not because I worked for it. I inherited the blessing. So when, while I was listening to him when he was talking about the inheritance, I I got a new understanding that, and that's why when when he said, um, you you as in when he said pray in the name of Lord Jesus you receive your hundred million dollars, you know to a natural mind you'll be like how how will it be possible, but. With the understanding I got from that message made me know that it is it is possible even to receive much more than that. Because the Bible says the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Everything in it belongs to God. And so because I'm an heir of God, by inheritance, I inherited everything in this world. And that's why I said, the world is yours. So, you know, when you allow this consciousness to enter into you, it will change your own mind. You it will change your mindset. So it would you won't be. It's making me not to become afraid to say that I received that money because it's actually mine. So and then he talked about the fact that Christians are not experiencing this blessing because they are not doing the thing. They are not doing things in the way of the spirit. You know, I was just in my office yesterday and somebody came to meet me for a raffle, raffle something, raffle tickets. And you know, I, 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 because I was listening to message and the person just bumped on, into me and then gave me the ticket and I started feeling. And then as I started feeling it, this spirit of God told me that, did you ask me before you feel this thing? And I was going to actually give my money towards it. 
Did you ask me before you feel this thing? Is it the money that I provided to you that you want to give to feel this thing? And so I was trying to explain it away. Then later the person went, but my peace left me immediately. So I now went to meet the person that, please, I want to cancel it. Please return my money. So the person returned the money and I had my peace back. And I was explaining to my husband later what happened. My husband said, that's gambling now. That means you are sponsoring the agenda of Satan. I said, I didn't even understand it at that moment, but this, the spirit of God told me that anything I provide to you, the money I provide to you is for this, is for my cause and not to sponsor the agenda of the enemy. So I, I now I was so happy that I was able to respond to the spirit of God because I was actually sensitive at that time. Because if it was not that I was sensitive in the spirit, I would have just gone ahead and do it casually without having an understanding. And then I still possibly talked about the fact that the the, the what is it called? God blesses you because of um the, there's a reason, there's there are purposes why God blesses you. The blessing of sponsoring the gospel. There are different blessings, the blessings, the blessing that promotes, the blessing of protection. You know, it dawned on me, and my confession and my talking life has changed. As I move one inch, I'm blessed. I'm talking. As in, and he said that. Uh, and then, then the spirit of God told me because I was meditating on some things and I'm like, Holy Spirit, these things, I want to see them. And but then he gave me a scripture and told me that. You, after that, you have done the will of God. You have need of patience so that you can obtain the promise. I said, oh, okay. So I, I, my heart was at rest that, yes, I'm going to yeah. obtain the promise. And then he talked about shepherding. Thanks, Allow God. yourself to be shepherd. Thank you so much, Ma, for this opportunity. I'm grateful, Thank Ma. Thank you so much, Sister Oma. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah. There's so much um, received in the eight days of supernatural blessings. Um, you know, the scripture that Sister Omobolanle just quoted, you have need of patience. You have need of patience. And you have to continue in the things that you have learned. Now you know that it is laziness to go a day without talking. It is absolutely wrong to go through a day without speaking in tongues, without blessing the things around you, without proclaiming blessings. So I believe that coming out of the eight days of supernatural blessings, you have a new lifestyle. Um, there are certain things that have been introduced into your daily schedule. There are certain adjustments that have been made. How many of you have written your scriptures around your house or office? Can you raise your hand? There are quite a number of us that haven't done it. Is it that we don't have sticky papers? 
we don't have a um, word to use. Of the 140 of us connected, there's just 26 hands being raised up. The rest of us are not aware or we don't have the paper to do it. Okay, our hands can go. Um, I, I wanted to, um, I said to raise your hand because um, the blessing is in the doing. The blessing is in the doing. And it's my responsibility to remind you of your own role in walking in the blessings. And um, it says that to whom that much is given, much is expected. It was yesterday, right, when we we're talking about the kind of wisdom that Solomon walked in. Was it yesterday or two days ago? And um, Solomon, the Bible says, received a kind of wisdom from God. And um, our pastor made us understand that what he received was Sophia. Sophia is that general wisdom, that um, theoretical wisdom that just helps you like analyze things, understand concepts. Um, somebody can be wise in chemistry so he understands all the chemical combinations and analyses and um, formulas and all of that somebody else can be wise in um, biology understanding animal and plant life in all its details what solomon had was sophia theoretical wisdom the understanding of concepts of life and the things about life. What we have is phronesis. Um, the difference between Sophia and phronesis is that phronesis comes with a force. First and foremost, it's not theoretical wisdom, it's practical wisdom. It is the wisdom that causes you to do. So you have Sophia and then you have the practice, you are able to practice that theory. You see, um, Solomon didn't end well. King Solomon, he didn't end well by what we see. Um, hopefully he made heaven, I don't know. We'll find out when we get there, but um, it seems like he did because um, if you read the book of Proverbs, you see how that, um, he was sharing that it was more like he wrote at the end of his life, you know, and he would say, you read Ecclesiastics too, you see how he was saying how that of all everything, vanity upon vanity, all is vanity. So it seemed like at the end of his life, he came to a realization of the foolishness of some of his decision. You know, he told us how that he had been so wise that he wanted to try foolishness. So I believe that he came back to wisdom to have been able to write to us in the errors that he made. And you will notice that across most of the Proverbs, he would talk about the wayward woman, about the promiscuous woman, because that was the path that he went. Solomon had 1,000 women, um, 300 wives and 700 concubines. Who does that? 
it was part of the foolishness that he tried. And we, we read in our Bible how that these women would draw his attention away from his God. A man can't serve two masters. Can't be in the ministry of women and in the ministry of God at the same time. So um, I want to believe that he had the time at the end of his life, you know, to um, find his way back to God. Um, but you can see that um, Sophia does not stop a man from going in the wrong direction. A man can be so wise and still misbehave. But when phronesis is at work in you, it compels you to do what you should do, when and how it should be done. It compels you to be at the right place at the right time. It makes everything about your life right. Now, by virtue of the fact that what we have in Christ is phronesis and not Sophia, that is a higher wisdom compared to that which King Solomon had, it is really going to be required of us to make Solomon look poor. Because to whom much is given, much is required. What that means is that God gave us what we need to make Solomon look poor. So it is not out of place to desire it and to go for it. Because everything would always start with a desire. If you read the book, When God Visits You, I remember the one of the stories shared, there's a story of Hannah, you know, the, the lady who um, 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 didn't have a child, the, the one who would become the mother of Prophet Samuel, who was tutored by Prophet Eli. The Bible recorded that at some point in her journey, she made up her mind that she was tired, enough of the harassment from Penenia and all, and you know, all the trouble of not the mockery and everything. And she told herself, you see this Jerusalem that we're going to, either I get a child or I get a child. And the, the, the pastor explained to us in that book how the Lord would respond to her strong desire. And you see, why am I saying the things that I'm saying today? Because I, I want to stop a desire in you to be wealthy. And I say to be wealthy, you're already wealthy, but to walk in, um, in the manifestations thereof before the rapture, I want, I want to provoke you onto good works. I want to provoke you to, to certain levels of um, making history by the scriptures. And it starts with your desire. You've got to want it. If you don't want it, it won't happen. Because your strong desire becomes a magnetic force that attracts the opportunities to become. Or let me say the opportunities to manifest because we, are, we have already become. Suddenly, somebody crosses your path that has an access to something, to a deal, to a transaction, to an opportunity, you know, it just, it just begins to click. Who you need to meet, you meet. Um, information that you need to have, you have. Um, earlier on, I don't know if it started at the beginning of this year, if it started this year or from last year, um, the federal government had had, had, um, had um, 
following up before that, I don't know how many of you know about the um, more like the privatization of NMPC. Um, before that official change um, of um, ownership and change of leadership and everything um, of the NMPC, the government had sold off um, oil blocks to certain individuals, but it wasn't the public information. It wasn't written in the newspaper. It wasn't announced. It was based on internal information. Who know, who know? Where somebody in the cabal calls you and say, oh, guy, um, CEO, government is um, looking for 10 different people that can bid for 10 oil blocks. Are you interested? You know, what am I saying? It takes um, the knowledge of that information for you to be able to even bid. To bid does not mean you will get it, but to even bid, you need to know that such a thing is happening. And just so you know, there are so many things like that across the nations of the world. Transactions that happen that are never public. It's about who is aware. So when I say that phronesis would attract to you what you require, the people, the resources, the information of the opportunities, the information of the location, and phronesis will cause people to do things for you. Some of the blessings that highly esteemed Pastor Beodo proclaimed of ours, he said that we would have businesses we didn't found. He said we would live in houses we didn't build. It's part of the inheritance. So you have to go back to the messages. Um, meanwhile, I need someone to work with. I want to um, dissect all the audios, all the videos and audios basically of the eight days of supernatural blessing. I want to dissect them into different segments of like one one hour sessions. Um, and then also the different um, speakers like um, esteemed Pastor Iroch's message separately. So I wanna like break the different messages. So if it's something that you can do, um, editing videos, um, cutting them and all of that, I would like you to um, please either send me a private message or if you have my number, chat me up and let's do it together. I wanna break them into bits so that we can use them for projecting messages these sessions day after day because we need to revisit all of those messages and um, there's more there's more that um, we would do we must get the best out of eight days of supernatural blessing it's actually um a combination of everything that we learned there is a financial prosperity academy if you go through the academy you'll be fine and many of you would realize that um, as much as strong meat was being thrown at us during those eight days, you were able to understand it because you had been trained in the last two months in the ways of the spirit. So you understood what was coming at you because the blessing is the power of the Holy Ghost. You did an intensive study journey about the Holy Spirit in the last two months. So it was easy for you to chew the bone that was coming at you. Because most of the things that highly esteemed Pastor Bjorn was sharing were not, um, not many people could understand it. Not many people could actually take it. But you were able to take it, you were able to understand it, and you were able to immediately begin to walk in them. So um, 
the testimonies must abound. What we do after the meetings is what would determine our course. Remember, you have fullnesses, and to whom much is given, much is expected. Praise God. So every day, remember, he said the walk is the meditation. You do your tithing, and then you meditate. You talk, you speak in tongues, generate the codes, declare them, make progress. Praise God. Today is Wednesday, the 5th of October, 2022. Jesus is alive is the title of today's devotional article. It's been displayed on your screen so we can read together. Knowing Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. John 14 and verse 6. Knowing the origin of life is one of science's most perplexing mysteries. No one has ever created life. The very source or substance of life hasn't been known to man. But First John 1 and verse 2 tells us something so profound. It says life was manifested and we have seen it. This means life came out of obscurity and was shown to us how, who or what did John and the people of his day see that they called life. It was Jesus, his life personified, hallelujah. Imagine that you saw someone or something that says to you, I'm life, I'm responsible for your existence. What would you think? Well, it happened. That's what we read in our opening, in our theme verse. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's an amazing declaration. Who could ever dare say such a thing? Jesus proved his claim. A man named Lazarus was dead and buried for four days, and they sent for Jesus. When Jesus got there, he said to Martha, Lazarus' sister, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he was dead, yet shall he live. John eleven twenty five. Moments later, Jesus stood by the grave of Lazarus and cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. John eleven forty three, 43. To the utter bewilderment of the people gathered, Lazarus came back to life. Hallelujah. That wasn't the first person he would raise from the dead. He had raised the widow's son at name, Luke 7, 11 to 17, and Jairus' daughter, Luke 8, 41 to 56. Jesus is the resurrection and the life. God gave him power over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as God has given him. John 17, 2. This covers everything that he came to do. It's the biggest of them all. He came to give us life. You received that life and became a partaker of the divine nature when you were born again. 1 John 5, 11 to 12 says, this life is in his son. He that hath the son hath life. And he that had not the son of God had not life. Glory to God. So my question to you today, do you have the son? Who has the son in the house? I have the son. So I have life. Life is at work in me. Life is at work in me. I've got life working in me. Life is at work in every fiber of my being, in every bone of my body, in every cell of my blood. Nothing in me dies. Nothing around me dies. Nothing that proceeds from me dies. My words are powerful. They are filled with life because they come from inside where life lives. 
Life is at work in me. Life is at work in me. My words are filled with life. Everything about me is filled with life. My, my, my body has life in it. So no sickness can stay there. Nothing that, that predicts death, nothing that is incipient death can thrive in my body because life is at work in me. Brothers and sisters, if Jesus lives on the inside of you by the Holy Spirit, life is at work in you. You see that you do not require somebody to pray for you. You do not require somebody to heal you. The, the life is working inside of you. So it, your body has the power to heal itself. Your body has healing power. I, 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 what else do you want to do you want to say? Life, 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 life himself, life, everything that gives life, everything that means life. So that's why your ideas cannot die. Your ideas will prosper because it comes from a place of life. It comes from the inside and life is inside of you. What is it that you are handling? What is it that you are about? Life, life is at work in it. If it comes from you, it is backed up with life. It cannot die. It cannot fail. It cannot be destroyed. How can life have accident and die? They say you are traveling. And then there was an accident. Life, life is at work in you. From where did it pass? Can life have accident and die? They say you want to fly, plane crash. You cannot have a plane crash. Life in you cannot crash. Be conscious that life is at work in you. Praise God. Let's pray over our tights. Who is ready? Done, ready, done, ready, done, ready, done, ready. Heavenly Father, thank you for life is at work in us. Our tights are here again, Lord. We've gathered food for today. And as individuals, we've offered them to you as a sweet-smelling service, sanctified by your Holy Spirit, a meal loved and enjoyed by you. Thank you for the privilege of supplying you food. You said, bring you all the, all the tithes that there may be food in my house and prove me here with. If I would not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. Father, we dare to prove you. We dare to believe. And being seeds of Abraham, we're conscious that our father Abraham gave of his tithes consistently. And because we be in Christ, then are we Abraham's seed. Thank you for the blessing that make it rich. The blessing wherein there is not enough room to contain. Those are the blessings that we walk in, in the name of the Lord Jesus. So wherever you are, say, I walk in the blessing that make it rich. I walk in the blessing that it, there is not enough room to contain. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, everyone. Send your thoughts to your church accounts, as we usually would do your different church accounts. Um, I would say always, this is not a church. We don't collect tithes here. We don't collect offerings here. So, um send it to your church those are the appointed places um, of the appointed of the lord according to the scriptures for us to bring our tithes and our offerings to so send them and walk in the blessings
Congratulations. I'm handing over to esteemed pastor in here at this moment. God bless you. Thank you, Ma, for the Rhapsody of Reality segment. The blessing is working. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are connecting from. We are going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion, and I'll start with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities. John 10 10. The thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that you may have life and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. 1 John 5, 11. This is the testimony God has given us, eternal life. And this life is in his son. Whoever has the son has life. Whoever does not have the son of God does not have life. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. Praise God. First John 1. That which was from the beginning, which we've heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father, was manifested unto us. Three, that which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you, that you also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Let's take this confession together. I have the life and nature of God in me because I'm born again. This, li this God life makes me impregnable, causing me to walk in victory, glory, dominion, and excellence always. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to invite to the New Testament reading for today's devotion, and we are seeing the book of Philippians. Chapter 3. Paul continues. I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing, but I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose for which Christ Jesus laid hold of me to make me his own. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. As I fasten my heart to the future instead, I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. So let all who are fully mature have the same passion. And if anyone is not yet gripped by these desires, God will reveal it to them. And let us all advance together to reach this victory prize, following one path with one passion. My beloved friends, imitate my work with God and follow all those who work according to the way of life we've molded before you. For there are many who, have, who live by different standards. As I've warned you many times, I weep as I write these words. They are enemies of the cross of the anointed one and doom awaits them. Their God has possessed them and made them mute. 
They are boasts in their shameful lifestyle and their minds are in debt. But we are a colony of heaven on earth as we cling tightly to our life giver, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our humble bodies and transfigure us into the identical likeness of his glorified body. And using his matchless power, he continually subdues everything to himself. Three, four, sorry, chapter four. Caption, living in harmony with one another. My dear and precious friends, whom I'm deeply, who I deeply love, you have truly become my glorious joy and crown of reward. Now I rise in the fullness of your union with our Lord. And I plead with Edua and Saitech to settle their disagreements and be restored with one mind in our Lord. I would like my dear friend and burden bearer to help resolve this issue for both women have diligently labored with me for the price and helped in spreading the revelation of the gospel along with Clement and the rest of my co-workers. All of their names are written in the book of life. Praise the Lord. This comes to the end of today's New Testament reading. We're going to have one to esteem Brother John. Have a peaceful and blessed day, everyone. God bless you. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segment. Thank you very much for being a part of this morning's devotion. And today we'll be reading the book of Isaiah chapter 40 and 41. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Amarak. And um, thank you, Brother Martins, for helping us to display the scriptures on the screen, hallelujah. Father, when I receive a new phone, phone just send me the hand. Okay. Okay. Praise God. Can can I be heard, please? I just want to be sure. Yes, you can do that. Okay, thank you. So from verse one, comfort, yes, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and tell her that her sad days are gone, praise God. Her sins are pardoned and I have punished her in full for all her sins. Listen, 
I hear the voice of someone shouting, make a road for the Lord through the wilderness, make him a straight, smooth road through the desert. Fill the valleys, level the hills, straighten out the crooked paths and smooth off the rough spots in the road. The glory of the Lord will be seen by all mankind together. The Lord has spoken, it shall be. The voice says, shout. What shall I shout? I asked, shout that man is like the grass that dies away. And all his beauty fades like dying flowers. The grass withers. The flower fades beneath the breath of God. And so it is with fragile man. The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Oh, crier of good news, shout to Jerusalem from the mountaintops. Shout louder. Don't be afraid. Tell the cities of Judah, your God is coming. Yes, the Lord God is coming with mighty power. He will rule with awesome strength. See, his reward is with him to each as he has done. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will carry the lambs in his arms and gently lead the eels with young. Who else has held the oceans in his hands and measured off the heavens with his ruler? Who else knows the weight of all the earth and weighs the mountains and the hills? Who can advise the spirit of the Lord or be his teacher or give him counsel? Has he ever needed anyone's advice? Did he need instruction as to what is right and best? No, for all the peoples of the world are nothing in comparison with him. They are but a drop in the buckets, dust on the scales. He picks up the islands as though they had no weight at all. All of Lebanon's forests do not contain sufficient fuel to consume a sacrifice large enough to honor him. Nor are all its animals enough to offer to our God. All the nations are as nothing to him. In his eyes, they are less than nothing. Mere emptiness and froth. How can we describe God? With what can we compare him? With an idol? An idol made from a mold overlaid with gold and with silver chains around its neck? The man too poor to buy expensive gods like that will find a tree free from rot and hire a man to carve a face on it and that is his god a god that cannot even move <laughs> are you so ignorant are you so deaf to the words of god the words he gave before the world began have you never heard nor understood it is god who sits above the circle of the earth the people below must see him Oh, the people below must seem to him like grasshoppers. He is the one who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and makes his tent from them. He dooms the great men of the world and brings them all to naught. They hardly get started, barely take root when he blows on them and their work are with us. And the wind carries them off like straw. With whom will you compare me? Who is my equal? Asked. Asked the Holy One, look up into the heavens. Who created all these stars? As a shepherd leads his sheep, calling each by its pet name, and counts them to see that none are lost or strayed. So God does with stars and planets. Oh, Jacob. Oh, Israel. How can you say that the Lord doesn't see your troubles? Eh? And isn't being fair? Don't you yet understand? Don't you know by now 
that the everlasting God, the creator of the farthest parts of the earth, never grows faint or weary. No one can fathom the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the tired and worn out and strength to the weak. Even the youth shall be exhausted. And the young men will all give up. But they that wait upon the Lord, ha, yeah, 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 yeah. Shall renew their strengths. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Praise God. Oh, what an assurance. What an assurance of the scriptures. Chapter 41. Listen in silence before me, O lands beyond the sea. Bring your strongest arguments. Come now and speak. The court is ready for your case. Who has stirred up this one from the east, whom victory meets at every step? Who indeed but the Lord? God has given him victory over many nations and permitted him to trample kings underfoot and to put entire armies to the sword. He chases them away and goes on safely, though the paths he treads are new. Who has done such mighty deeds, directing the affairs of generations of mankind as they march by? It is I, the Lord, the first. And last, I alone am he, the lands beyond the sea, watching fear and waits for word of Cyrus's new campaigns. Remote lands tremble and mobilize for war. The craftsmen encourage each other as they rush to make new idols to protect them. The cover hurries the goldsmith and the mother helps at the anvil. Good, they say, it is coming along fine. Now we can solder on the arms carefully. They join the parts together and they fasten the pain in place so it won't fall over. Verse 8, but as for you, O Israel, you are mine. Hallelujah. My chosen ones, You for you are Abraham's family and he was my friend, Kabaya. So we are Abraham's seed. Glory to God. Therefore, we belong to God. We are his chosen ones. Verse 9, I have called you back from the ends of the earth and said that you must serve but me alone. For I have chosen you, I will not throw you away. Hallelujah. Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed. I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. Kamaya. Oh, this is God talking to someone in our midst today. He says, fear not. Be at peace, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed. I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. The King James says, my mighty right hand. Hallelujah. Verse 11. See, all your angry enemies lie confused and shattered. Anyone opposing you will die. <laughs> See, as behold. Is there anyone opposing you will die? You will look for them in vain. They will all be gone. I'm holding you by your right hand. I, the Lord your God, and I say to you, don't be afraid. I am here to help you. Despise though you are, fear not. Oh, Johnny Ketchukumodi. For I will help you. I am the Lord, your Redeemer. I am the Holy One of Israel. You shall be a new and sharp-tooted threshing instrument to tear all enemies apart, making chaff of mountains. You shall toss them in the air. The wind shall blow them away. Whirlwinds shall scatter them, and the joy of the Lord shall fill you full. Hallelujah. You shall glory in the God of Israel. Glory to God. Woo! Verse 17. When the poor and needy seek water, and there is none, 
and their tongues are parched from thirst. Then I will answer when they cry to me. Ah, Israel's God will never forsake them. I will open up rivers for them on high plateaus. I will give them fountains of water in the valleys. In the desert will be pools of water. And rivers fed by springs shall flow across the dry patched ground. I will plant trees, cedars, myrtle, olive trees, cypress, fir, and pine on barren land. Everyone will see this miracle and understand that it is God who did it, Israel's holy one. Woo, glory to God. Hi, verse 21. Can your idols make such claims as these? <laughs> Let them come and show what they can do, says God. Oh, the king of Israel. I love it. <laughs> Let them try to tell us what occurred in years gone by or what the future holds. Yes, that is it. If you are God, tell what will happen in the days ahead. Or do some mighty miracle that makes us stare amazed. But no, you are less than nothing and can do nothing at all. Anyone who chooses you needs to have his head examined. <laughs> oh, precious Lord God, you are amazing. Verse 25. But I have stayed up Cyrus from the north and east. He will come against the nations and call on my name. And I will give him victory over kings and princes. He will tread them as a potter shampoos clay. But who but I have told you this would happen? Who else predicted this, making you admit that he was right? No one else. None other said one word. I was the first to tell Jerusalem, look, look. Help is on the way. <laughs> not one of your idols told you this. Not one gave any answer when I asked. See, they are all foolish, worthless things. Your idols are all as empty as the wind. Oh, Lord, we honor you. Thank you for your word. We receive in the name of Jesus. And I hand over to Estimbra Martins. Thank you very much, everyone. Have a great day. Thank you so much, Estimbra John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on what part of the world you are connected from at this time. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Tamaka for this wonderful privilege. At this point, we'll be going straight to the declaration segment of our meeting. And our first scripture is from the book of John, the gospel according to St. John, chapter 11, verse 25. And Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. He said, I am the resurrection and life. As he is, so are we in this world. You say to yourself this morning, I am the resurrection and life. 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 Glory to God. Now we declare, I have life in me. Life is at work in me. My words are filled with life. No sickness can dwell in my body. I rebuke death. I rebuke sickness. I have the life of God in me. As Christ is, so am I in this world. I speak life to my business. I speak life to my job. I speak life to my bank accounts. I speak life to my family. Nothing dies, nor fails, or is destroyed around me. I am life, the very essence of existence. I am full of life. I am a life giver. I give life. Nothing dies around me. I give life. I am full of life. I am a life giver. Nothing dies around me. Glory to God forevermore. Nothing dies around me. Genesis chapter 35 verse 11. 
God said unto him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall come from you, and kings shall come forth from you. Galatians chapter 3, verse 29. And if you belong to Christ, then are ye Abraham's descendants and heirs according to the promise. And you declare, I am the seed of Abraham. I am the possessor of heaven and earth. The world is mine by inheritance. My life is a well-watered garden. I have peace and joy. Everywhere I go, I prosper. Everywhere I go, I win. Everywhere I go, I dominate. Everywhere I go, I am victorious. God has blessed me beyond measures. Yea, I'm indeed blessed. Great grace has been lavished upon me. I have a beautiful life. I have a beautiful life. Oh, there is so much grace upon my life. Great grace has been lavished upon me. Therefore, I have a beautiful life. He's made my life so beautiful. Oh, yes. I am more than a conqueror. Glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. At this point, we'll be going straight to the communion segments. Oh, Sabakundra Dijalamontoro Godoria Gistalaparita KK, Takadori Hakta. Oh, Sheki Basunda Labaya. Everyone will see this miracle. Everyone will see this miracle and understand that it is God who did it. Isaiah 41, verse 20. Everyone will see the miracle in your life. Oh, Pastor Debbie, everyone will see the miracle in your life. And they will know it is God who did it. But I, Emmanuel, everyone will see the miracle in your life. They will know it is God who did it. Sister Kevin Harris, Kata Guido Cobra, Sister Jasmine, Montoro Goboskia, our beloved brethren from Namibia, Koba Kasi Kabayata. They will see the miracle and they will know Kakus Ebandiglitowski. It is God who did it. It is God who did it. It is God who did it. Macroso Fratozi and Dish. Oh, first Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Tigaba Shandalabaya. Oh, Shakatalabaya. Sister Adenike, everyone will see the miracle and they will know it is God who did it. Mandorogobo Shakatalabaya. For I've received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take it, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Everyone will see this miracle. And they will know it is God who did it. They will know. The hand of God is mighty upon you. Glory to God forever. Go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Cast some digos, alibrondos. Oh, there is a blessing upon your home. There is a blessing in this place today. Everyone will see this miracle and they will know it is God who did it. It will happen with speed. Have an expectation, brothers and sisters. You, you prophesy in the morning, you testify in the evening. That is your testimony today. Everyone will see this miracle. A miracle of sudden turnaround. After this man also he took the cup when he has sobbed, saying, This cup is a new testament in my blood. This is as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. 
Brother Martins, everyone will see this miracle and they will know it is God who did it. Oh, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the cup of the everlasting covenants, the cup of miracles, the cup of speed by the Spirit of God, the cup of speedy resolutions, speedy answers. Oh, super It is God who did it. That same God that caused the four lepers to transform the economy of Israel overnight. That same God is at work even today and all the days of your life. They will see it and they will not be sure things. It's God who did it. Glory to God forevermore. Go ahead and take the cup now. Oh, Mumblari on Dush Lord, we give you praise. We thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. And at this point, I can hand over to the esteemed pastor and to go through the main part of the meeting. Thank you, everyone. I ensure you have a most beautiful day. God did it. Glory to God. Thank you, esteemed brother Martins. The person is working. We are going over to the celebration segment for today's devotion. If today is your birthday, birthday of your loved ones, wedding anniversary, whatever it is that you're celebrating, please kindly come to the chat room. We want to celebrate with you. If you are connected with us for the first time, please come to the chat room, say your name, who invited you, and where you are connected from. I would like to meet with you and we'd like to pray with you. We have birthdays. Esteem Sister Francisca says, my, my daughter has turned five months today. Glory to God. Congratulations. And happy five months birthday to your brother. Esteem Sister Anne says, today is my friend's birthday. His name is Justice Edo. Happy birthday to your friend. Do we have any more birthdays? Do you have any more first timers? Esteemed sister Titilo, um, Wisdom says, I'm connected for the first time. I was invited by sister Titilope and I'm connecting from Enugu State, Nigeria. We are excited to have you today in our midst. I hope you enjoyed your first day with us. A family friend's birthday, his name is Ray from sister. Miriam, happy birthday to your family friend. Do we have any more birthdays? Do we have any birthdays? Okay, I'm going to pray for the celebrants and the first timer. And I will thank you for those that celebrate their birthday today. Indeed, the blessing is working. And they will see it in their life. They will say that God did it. Today is a special day for them. I declare that so shall it be. You will experience special blessings packaged specially for you, by you for them, in the name of Jesus. When they are going out and they are coming in, they will experience so much blessings that will not be room enough to contain, in the name of Jesus. But I will pray for our first-timers who declare that they've come to the right place. Now they begin to receive answers to their questions. And we begin to see the blessings 
like never before because the wisdom has and knowledge has increased in their life. They are conscious of God's love and they will experience it just as they have, have, they have seen it and heard in Jesus' name. Congratulations, everyone. Happy birthday to you and welcome once more, esteemed sister wisdom. Please let's unmute our mic as we take the benediction. Praise of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm alive. 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 I'm al